It's the square table. But that shit chick, then why she texting me? Why she keep calling my phone, speaking sexually? Every time I'm out, why she stressing me? You call her Stephanie? I call her Heffany. Today, we're live from Miami. Not Miami, we're not Miami. Today, we're live from New Orleans. Mardi Gras, I got, yeah, fast shit. As you can hear, I got the beads on deck. Um, so today, it's going to be a little bit different. We got a lot of people in the room. Um, my man D Rain is fucking in the desert. Shout out to D Rain. Yep. Um, so couldn't get out. <laughs> so today we got some people to replace him. So for losing one, we added three. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Um, and today we're gonna do a little bit different because um, we, to commemorate the occasion, we're just gonna talk about things that are on people's mind. Um, so there'll be a lot of different things in the you know the podcast today. So if you don't like what we talk about at the beginning. Fast forward maybe like 10 minutes and then you'll get something else. I mean, that's, that's kind of how we that do it. That is how it work. Yeah, so you know, this is your residential boy, Darren, a.k.a. What's my a.k.a. today? The Cookie Monster? I think that's cool. Uh, the Cookie Monster? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's your boy, Jamie. <laughs> we here again. We finally made it to Nola. We've been talking about this trip for forever. Yeah. This, this episode is titled, What's On Your Mind? Yeah, man. What's on, what's on your heart today? You know what? We start off something very lighthearted, and I know that I can knock this out real easy. Stan, what's on your mind today, man? Oh, what's what you got? Yeah, man. What you got, man? So this has been on my mind for a minute. How, how are you supposed to react when you find out your significant other has been cheating on you? Because this recently happened to me, and I actually reacted very unexpectedly to what I thought. I didn't know exactly what to do. I felt lost. You know that feeling... Like when you're like a five-year-old kid and you're in the mall what? and you lose your mom and what? then you're just running around, you don't know what to do exactly. And then you get you in love, Stan? Yes. yes. Okay. No, I can understand now. It was really serious. Okay. She she like showed me engagement rings and she was looking at little websites. Y'all were ready. Yeah. She, her whole picture was, was, was set up. It was looking pretty serious. <laughs> she had little bookmarks on her MacBook, like how to uh, have an interracial child and stuff like that. It was very serious. First of all, it's if your parents were black, life. you would never know what running around in the mall and not knowing your parents are is like. <laughs> That's the first fucking thing. So, well, anybody want one type of that? How do you deal with it? You How do you deal with it? I think you deal with it one of two ways. There's two ways you can deal with it. One, mm. you end up not going to be, you're not going to give a fuck because you honestly Ooh. do not care about that person. You'd be like, damn, bitch, you cheated uh. on me. <laughs> it don't matter because I was fucking anyway. I got my next one lined Ooh. up. Or you're like Stan and you're like... <laughs> you just, my heart. You, hey, just you crushed me with your little pinky because hey, you decided to slap another dude's dick on your foot on your face. It wasn't a pinky. Hey, it was man. Your I feel like I think you're right. I think there are a couple ways that you can deal with it, but I think that most definitely what I would say to you, man, is that um, just like in every relationship, however much you let somebody get close to you um, will dictate how you're going to act when. That, that connection is broken, right? Right. Yeah. So I think that um, because you have postured yourself in a place that she may be a part of your life for the rest of your life, now that she's not, that's like a huge mm-hmm. loss. Um, and, he, and a lot of people, um, when they go through divorce, they actually go through the grieving process like someone has died. Um, and so even though people don't really say that relationships like boyfriend and girlfriend matter that much, I think that there is a big difference um, when somebody that you are expecting to be there every day all of a sudden is not there at all. So you went through the grieving process and that's kind of right. what, what happened with you. And I don't want to say there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you, if you love, you love, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't, 
You know, exactly. I think I think I think that's a it's a great thing. Even oh. though even though it's a hard thing to go through, I think it's a she great thing. Up. I think it's a great thing that you've experienced that. Yeah. I think I think that's something. I think something that everyone should at least go through at yeah. least once. No, it's awful. No, I, I, it's awful. But yeah. I mean, it's 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 something that you know it keeps you grounded and it keeps you in in, in it, it's experience that you can learn from. Yeah, I, can, I, I agree. What what can I possibly? So you know what it's like when somebody leaves you. So, and I hate to say this, but like a lot of times, it takes a dude to get his heart broken exactly. to know what it's like and what he's been doing to exactly. everyone along the way, right? Exactly. So it wasn't until I left somebody, or until somebody left me, and I could really feel like, damn, this sucks. Like you say karma. I'm gonna be very. It's not karma. No, it, it's not karma. No, but like. I mean, and a lot of people will listen to it's like, mm, karma, but no, it's not karma. But like, I feel like until you know what that pain is like, right. you are not going to be conscious about the things that you're doing to other people. Right. And it makes it that much harder to convince the next person. It sure does. It does. But I mean, no, when, when going into that next relationship, you know, I mean, you know that you're committing that much more. It, 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 it well, takes it that much more effort. No, because at, at this point, personally, I, um, I'm like torn between two things. I feel either I can go back, I'm looking for you know the one, everything's going to be serious, and I could risk, I could risk sitting in a basement again and being sad for a whole month and losing 20 pounds and doing <laughs> shitty no lights. I could do I could. It was an actual 17 pounds, but I round up because it sounds better. Um... <laughs> But, or, or I could just, you know, be like, whatever, I don't really care. She could, like, hop another dick right now, it doesn't matter, because there's some other girl around the corner, because I don't care. But you're going to grow out of that phase. I don't, I don't know. You know what? See, I'm 26. You will. But I you, got, like, a couple decades You know what I that's should. doing, though? You're, you're just trying to, to kind of put a, you're trying to fill that void. Yeah. And what you, you're filling that void with sex. And, I, you know, I don't want to, you know, pick on you for too long, because I did the same thing. Um, and a lot of dudes do it, you know, we're trying to fix the love that you're feeling and like, instead of trying to find the perfect girl who fits all of your needs, you find a bunch of girls that feel certain needs. Um, and that works for you and and shit, it worked for me for a while. But the problem is when you try to commit to one person, because eventually you're going to want to get married. And when you try to commit to that one person, the problem, yeah, when she can't do something, you're going to be like, fuck, well, let me go get this girl that can do it. And you're going to have a really hard time committing. To that one person, and I mean, some people never do, and you end up like Tiger Woods, and you fucking got people she's ruining your life. Or, you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. I think everybody has issues, except for Michelle and Barack. I think they never they're had issues. Really um, but uh, yeah, man. So I don't, I don't want to stick on you too long, man. But that's I think it's important. I think we probably could do a whole another episode about you know dealing with loss um, and love. Ooh, lost in love. We should have did that on Valentine's Day. That would have been good. Lost, man. <laughs> love, 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 lost? Lost in love, man. Issues. All right, good. So, uh, our next guest, Randeezy, Randolph. Hey, man. Randolph, what's, what's, what's on your life, on your mind, man? No, I... Ain't nobody got a lift promo? Well, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna... I mean, my heart's been broken. Ooh. But... Oh. You know, we're going to switch it up. We're going to go with current events and the political atmosphere. I think uh, the anti-intellectual movement in America has been weighing pretty heavily on me. I think the glorification of our new president 
is uh, something that's been really problematic in the way he goes about situations that's been um, set on the pedestal, I think, is uh, something that I don't like seeing. Okay, so what about, I mean, if I'm understanding correctly, um, people who, you know, I guess the average uneducated American and how they're glorifying the environment right now, but what I, is it about I, our I, president and the way that he's making decisions that... I think there's a, there's a market, I mean, there's a, a significant shift from, mm-hmm. you know, having people who know what they're doing and allowing them to do their jobs to go into someone who doesn't really know what they're doing, but they, you know, within the populist movement, they can crowdsource Mm -hmm. sort of knowledge to do what they have to do. Mm -hmm. So, that's hard. That's tough. So what what do you think should be the alternative? I mean, I know a lot of people don't like El Presidento, um, but the issue is that the vice president is much worse. So what... (laughs) <laughs> what is the alternative to the way that he's doing? Because the one thing, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want people to, you know, start picking in my house. But the one thing about Trump that I appreciate mm-hmm. is everything he said he was going to do, he's doing right. So he said that he was going to build the wall. He's really trying to build that wall. He said he was going to put a ban on Muslims. I mean, he didn't put a ban on all Muslims, but he put a ban on a fuck ton of them. He said he was going to deport uh, immigrants. He's fucking doing it. You know, he said that he was going to get rid of um, the, all the LGBT stuff. And, I mean, he's, he's working on that. So, I feel like everything that he said that he was going to do, he's, he's actively trying to do. Now, I think that Trump is man enough to understand that he doesn't know everything. So, there's a couple of things that he has kind of deferred to other people to make these decisions. Kind of like he said he was going to abolish Obamacare. And he's... He has started the legislation to get rid of Obamacare, but what President Obama did that was intelligent is that he fucking embedded it in a bunch of bills, and you have to change like a fuck ton of them in order to get rid of it. You have to take, um, take out a lot of other shit that people actually need and want right. in order to get rid of it. So, um, but he's he's trying to do that, but because he doesn't really know anything about that system, he's deferring to other the Republican Party to try to build a better process. But the problem is the Republican Party doesn't know a better idea, and that's why they didn't do anything. Why? No, but they, didn't office. they start one? They came out and kind of Obamacare they, was the better the, idea, the Republican idea. It was initially, yeah, but because so they obviously don't have anything because it was their originally their idea in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, and I think that Trump... But I, I think I think it's the faux pas of, like, Trump's... Rhetoric? So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's his rhetoric and it's the way he deals with, you know, international relations. Like, the way yes. he handled the, the, the Canadian Prime Minister, yep. which is... I, it just hurts to be American sometimes yeah. just, just by seeing him interact with other... I can see that. I feel that. Country. But that's the, that's the exact problem. His it's supporters... Canadian. Or are taking that and then and, 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 and it emboldens them. Yes. Right? I think that's the problem. It's an everyday yeah. man who's in a, a prime position with so much influence that they, they take and they work and, and say, you know, this is a good thing. But it's not. It really is not a good thing. I feel, so, like, I feel like it's a bad thing to call him an everyday man. So yeah, so follow me he, on this, he's right? Not an everyday guy. So follow me on this. You guys will think he's I'm an crazy. Everyday guy for a quarter of Americans. Nah, you guys will. You gonna find me crazy on this? 
I think Trump is the smartest person in office right now. The reason I say that <laughs> is because I think Trump understands, just like you know, what we're kind of talking about now, is that the majority of Americans don't know. I mean, they're, not, they're, they're undereducated. So basically, I, he knows he can come on TV and say anything. And majority of Americans will believe it. Does exactly. he actually believe these things? No. But he understands that the uneducated American outweighs the educated American. And so if he can get those people to find, follow him blindly, it doesn't matter what he believes. He just has to say what they believe. Exactly. So I don't think that majority of the things he says he actually believes because there's plenty of footage where he's been a Democrat. I don't think that he really was a Democrat, but he would not have beaten Hillary in the primaries in order to get you know, to the main election. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So he took over the Republican base because there was, what, 16 people that ran? He knew he could beat them out. I'm mad at Bernie for not running Republican because he could have beat all 16 of them out too. You know what I'm saying? But like, you, he went for the weaker party and took over. It's that simple. He knew what he was doing and everything he says and everything he does is calculated. He's not just saying this stuff just to be saying it. And so when people say that Trump's racist, I don't think that's true. When people say that he's dumb, I don't think he's true. When people say he can't read, I don't think that's true. I think that Trump knows exactly what he's doing. And really, if you look at the positions that he's made and the moves that he's making, politically, it only positions himself that once he gets out of office, his fucking business is going to be booming. Because he never divested himself from the fucking his but business. The thing, is, the thing is, he's never been a really good businessman. And then and the things he's had, the things he said, even if he isn't a racist, mm -hmm. he's, it makes him racist. Oh. Because it no, but I mean, I mean, yeah, he can he can say racist things, but I don't think that in his heart he's right. Like sure, I, but I mean, if it if it if it allows your country to do racist acts, that's and true, it, and it, it allows the rhetoric of of you know you know pushing out Muslims out of the country that that makes you racist but by association. I, it, I mean, I feel like can, you can, can do racist shit, but in his heart he's not. I don't think that Trump in his heart hates people of different races. For the simple fact that they're a different race. I think he's doing things in order to push an agenda. I don't think... I think that if it were white people who um, majority of uneducated Americans hated, then he would be like, get rid of all the whites. I, I wholly believe that. I think that it's not right. necessarily about his prejudice against races. I think that it's... He understands that it's a calculated thing so, to get the masses to follow. So that goes back to my point. There's yep. so much ignorance of what's going on with his administration that mm -hmm. it's it's scary. Yeah. Right. You have you have the yeah devils that's in. Oh my god. Exactly. But you you have so many things that he's doing and within his with his within his presidency that yep. it's it's going to be detrimental for fifteen to twenty years down the line it is that no one is paying attention to but it's not going to be detrimental to him Devos is a millionaire most of the people he's put in office are millionaires they're business people it's and detrimental so when to everybody it, it won't be to, to our him. country it is in but the it short won't term, be to him though in the short term it won't be to them it won't yeah. be so he'll in get, the long term it will be I don't think so I think Trump will be fine because he'll get out of office and then he'll reap the benefits of all the decisions he made in office and he'll continue to make money. I mean, he's going to different countries and, and pushing fucking um, business plans that he wanted to do there. Being president was the best business decision he ever made because he gets so much power. You go to Puerto Rico and say, hey, man, um, I wanted to get this mall built here for years. You've been telling me no, but now I'm the leader of the free world, which how you going to act? And your mall gets built. You know what I'm saying? Like... 
But then when the, You've been trying to get your daughter's clothes in Japan this whole time, so conveniently when you go meet the Japanese Prime Minister, hey man, you know, you think you can sell my daughter's clothes? And they're like, of course, Mr. President, what do you mean? I'll sell it. Yeah, but when you know, the United States starts collapsing because of the, the terrible decision you've been making. Hey man, they all got their money in the Cayman Islands anyway. Hey, so, side note, how you know you're broke is you don't know where the Cayman Islands are. If you don't know where they are, you you are broke. Wait, <laughs> what if you know what they are, just not where they are? You're still broke. <laughs> I had to Google the shit, and Siri was like, what is your annual income? I was like, Siri, what? <laughs> That's just wild. But I'm, I'm with you. I think that, unfortunately, the uneducated American is definitely... I don't, I'm, I'm not even saying uneducation. It's just... Ignorance. It's just that a lot of people don't want to take the time but to it? research yes. what they need to know. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the rise of that I think I think that's the problem. I think yeah. I think there's people that want to take time and, and dedicate their lives to, to doing that work. Yeah. And I think the majority of people will say, you know what, we can do it ourselves without having to do that work. Yeah. We can crowdsource it, we can figure it out. Yeah. I think that I'll wait I I don't know yeah. what's going on here in Nova, but it's popping out here on the street right now. Hey, I mean, I, I, I'm with you on that one. I think that that's a problem. But I think that the biggest issue is that um, people don't want to know, you know? The fact that, you know, and I always joke about this um, with my friends, but I felt like this is how Jewish people felt when Hitler came to power. Like, you see somebody that is doing things that everyone knows is wrong, but because it benefits um, you know, people that are the majority, you know, the minority's voices are unheard. And because we're so separated, um, we don't come together as a collective voice and deal with issues. You know, when the LGBT rights are, um, you know, uh, I guess, fought, I guess, taken away, you know, other people that aren't gay or trans or whatever, they're just like, oh, that's not my issue. I don't care what exactly. they do. But unfortunately, if you start taking care, if you start dealing with people as individuals in smaller groups, um, they're easier to manage. But if, you know, you attack the LGBT community and, you know, blacks and Hispanics and fucking, and, and they just come together and they're like, no, you're not going to fucking do that. Uh, we, and we all stand together on that. Then they can't really push us as, a, as an entity. But because they continue to divide us and it's easier to manage. And I think that that's a huge fucking thing. But you know what I'm interested about is what does Canada think, Stan, about this whole situation? I told Canada they should build a wall. Honestly, I think Canada should build a wall. I think y'all should build a wall because not gonna lie, it, it's really easy to get into Canada. Because living in Washington, uh, I drove yeah. up to the border and looked yeah. at my ID card. I was like, "Hey, all right, you're good." Yeah, y'all shit is not secure. That was it. <laughs> no one's really gonna come. I remember, <laughs> I remember during the you know right when things were announced and the immigration website was knocked out. Mm-hmm. Like no one's gonna come. No one. No one. You guys, you get, no, you can't handle the cold, number one. True. And then number two, you're going to be like, oh, I didn't know taxes murder you. And yeah. Everything is very taxes expensive here. Yeah. No, no one remembers that stuff. So no one's actually going to come, no matter what. I, I so mean, I considered I, it. I, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> it. Unless there's some kind of crazy draft situation again. But even if that happens, how many Americans did run up north? Not I would go to Toronto. Yo! So is a lot of that's interesting because that, that's been on my heart, right? So that kind of perfect segue to what I want to talk about. Gender equality, right? And we'll do a whole another like 
video, not video, or right. podcast about this. No, listen, listen, listen. No, the draft. Do you oh, think God. women should sign the draft? Like, that's huge yes. right now. Is that women are upset that they have to sign, that there's, it is on the table that they will have to sign the draft. Maybe. Now, hear me out. So, I think um, as women start to shoot for equality, um, and they want to be a part of combat arms, they want to be um, you know, in the forefronts, uh, rangers and things of that nature. Um, if every man at 18 has to sign the draft that in potential we go to war and we need a surplus of people, my number can come up and I have to go. Do you think that it, women should have to be a part of that number as well? Also, keep in mind that if a woman w- number were to come up and she get pregnant, do you think that the military should, because if you're pregnant, you can't deploy, do you think that um, once your number comes up, all, you should be forced to get an abortion in Ooh. order to um, to stop women from getting. Hello. That. I'm sorry, <laughs> guys. To stop, to stop women from being able to defer or get out of their obligation. Right. I don't think women should sign the draft. Okay. Um, I think I, this this may sound like right. a incredibly sexist thing to say, but there's just by genetics, women, there's certain things that women aren't physically capable of doing that men are capable of doing. There are some women that can do better than men. Yeah. I agree. But on average, men are more physical yep. in ways that women can't be. So here's what I'll say because I think there is a common misconception about the military yep. and the armed services. Yep. Because they're literally every job that you can have in the civilian world exists in the military, whether it be the army, the navy, the marines, the air force, whatever. And so all we see like on movies and TV is like people running around carrying giant heavy backpacks and shooting guns. But like literally there's nurses, there's doctors, there's psychologists, psychiatrists, there's people that drive trucks, there's people that are cops, there's everything. So there are jobs that women can do and be drafted into. Like just because you're drafted doesn't mean you're gonna go and you're gonna like right. have to shoot. So that goes into that segues into my second caveat is that I think there should be a caveat in society. Like if you sign a draft, there should be something sort of like an, uh, an um, a test or an aptitude test or something that that determines whether or not you can be you know enlisted into the to the services. I think there. I think. That would go against what the draft is, because like we're drafting because we need people. But I think there there should be a test to say we have, which we have the ASVAB that says like this is these are the type of jobs that we think that you will be successful at based on your scores from this test. Like if you don't test at a certain number, you're not about to go be an aircraft pilot because you just you that's might not, not just be smart. That's not how the draft works. No, that's what I'm saying. No. That's not how the draft works. So I'm saying that if there is a draft and women are, like, they have to sign up for it. For anybody, you should still have to take the ASVAB. You should yep. still have to be placed in a position, well, in a certain right. job. So, um, what I will say, my grandfather was, um, he actually was in the Army when the draft was initiated. Um, so he got lucky because he knew where he was going to go. But he, he, and he always tells me the story, you know, old people, they tell you the story 20 times, but he said that the way that they decided <laughs> um, who was going to be in the Marines and who was going to be in the Army is they lined everyone up and they just counted them. They said, odd numbers your army, even numbers your Marines. And, like, everybody just said shit at the same time. But <laughs> that's literally how they decided where you were going to go 
was based off of you know where you were standing in line. I'm not so. I almost guarantee that's not how they do it anymore. No, they probably. I mean, <laughs> I'm about but, to ask Siri. But how does the draft work? How but the real question choose? is, when's the last time we did the draft since then? We haven't. We haven't. So exactly. I think that they'll be have they'll have to decide how they're going to do those things at that time. You know what I'm saying? And I think that there's a common misconception that they say that you know women can't do the same thing. That, that yes, genetically. Um, if a man and a woman work out the same day, same time every time, the man will be stronger than the woman. Yes. But there are plenty of men who shouldn't, I'm not shouldn't, but, you know, are at the same physical capability as the average woman, and they're doing these jobs. Exactly. And so I think that, that women should be able to do those jobs, and that's why I think that it's okay for them to sign the draft, because my whole thing is that... I feel it, like this should be a baseline. I, if, if Yes, I, I agree with you. I think, I think if, if we accept both, gen, both genders yep. into the draft, I think it should be a baseline that's... Mm-hmm. that's in, that's um, enabled this that is put in place, and that based on the draft and how you do on that baseline, yep. it should be accepted. So my thing is, and people are going to you know, hear me and be like, "Oh, he's a sexist asshole." Yeah. Um, but the thing is, a lot of women, a lot of women, <laughs> a lot of women are not making the current baseline. Binders full. <laughs> Binders full. I go ahead. Yeah. they're not making the current baseline. So it's like we're we're stuck at this point where well, we, we have drop the baseline. We no, 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 that's no. not true. Most women do make the no, the, no. I, 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 don't know. Were you guys following that marine thing back in the day? And a lot of women just cannot pass the standard to go be frontline. So the problem with that, and I don't want to talk ill on the military, but the, a lot of, I mean, that is, um, there's a lot of things that women are supposed to meet a certain standard, and the way because of the standards objective, especially for the rangers. For example, a lot of those girls that went that ranger training, that entire training is objective. So if the people that are observing you think that you met the standards, then you met the standards. If the people observing you don't think you met the standards, then you didn't make the standards. So it's not like the standard is clear cut. Like if you do 100 push-ups, you made it. Like it's like, hey, the way that you fucking did this lane, that I feel like you hit these certain checkpoints. So because of that... There is no baseline. And, and even the Marines, when they did that standard, there was no baseline that you could properly measure whether someone was making the standards. It was people who were saying, I'm objective in viewing these people, but everyone has their bias. And well, especially because... And, and being from a combat no, arms field, no, no, no. the way that they feel is that women coming in, it makes their job more le- less valuable. So if I feel like I'm a ranger, I feel like I'm super who, I think I'm from super strong, I'm better, I'm the elite. If women can do it, then it must not be that elite. And there's a lot of male pe- males that believe that. And right. so I've heard plenty of people that were ranger that said, if a woman ever gets a tab, I'll never wear mine because it doesn't mean shit at that point. And the training must have gotten easier. Not that women were able to make it to that standard. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't want to say that, you know, they you can't just, meet you, the standard. I want to say you that... Can, you can say that about anything, though. Anything that, like... It's subjective. Like I, I could say, yeah, you look like you could go be a fucking ranger. Uh-huh. Great, you could be special forces. Great, yeah. but there are specific criteria. We know everything in the military has a regulation that you are supposed to. Not that everybody does, but you're supposed to stick to. But it's all there objective. There are specific physical, mental, and administrative standards that you're supposed to be able to meet in order to be drafted. But this, yeah, to be drafted. But I think that so it, it's. Yes, it, it, it is it is subjective because I can say if I'm the doctor that's doing your your physical evaluation. Yep. Uh, I yeah, you made it tall enough. I don't. <laughs> I think you don't weigh enough. Like yeah. the scale says this, but I'm gonna write in your paperwork. You didn't make it. You yeah. Pencil with it. So yeah. that person doesn't get drafted. Yep. That's the case in everything. But generally speaking, there is a standard that everybody has to meet in order to be drafted and in order right. to be. But in the, the beginning. Team. But do you think there's a pervasive culture 
in America mm-hmm. that will be a detriment for women to make it through that system. Yes. I think I think that the answer yeah. to that is yes. Yes. I think Wait, I think what's the question? If yeah. they will be I think I think is there a pervasive culture in America yeah. where that will be a detriment to women? Most definitely. It will be. Yeah, okay. it, but it also I, 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 because I feel like it depends on what you are sending them to do. But I think the drive yeah. is 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 to, is to fulfill need. So yeah. it, just like everything we do, it's needs of the army, and I use an army, yeah. but it's the needs of the military. So it, all you need is bodies. So if I need a hundred people to go be engineers, then them women are gonna be engineers. If I need a hundred people there are to come women be engineers. no, but what I'm saying is if we draft them yeah. and we have these bodies now, and I need two hundred infantrymen. They're gonna go be infantrymen. You know what I'm saying? Like they have to fill the need. Yes. So, yes and no, because it's manning. Just like anything that's manning, I can. I, I need 200 infantrymen. Yep. I can pull 200. I don't know MPs. Put these women as MPs and take those MPs and make them infantrymen. Well, why not just draft them as infantrymen? That doesn't make any sense. No. Yes, yes you could, but based on the the, the past, how the military was ran. Women weren't infantry. But they are now. Yes. So, so but, can we draft them like that? And yes. another, don't, no they, one listen they, to this they, and think that women can just be infantrymen because right. that's not necessarily yeah. how it works now. You have to but they're pushing training. for that. Right. So is it should they should they be able to do that now? If, if, they, pass, if they pass the physical, mental, uh-huh. and administrative tests that are required for that, yes. But what there's I'm saying... There's no reason not to. But there's, if you think about biases. it, in the need of a draft, nobody gives a shit about that. We need bodies. I disagree. I no, disagree. nobody's doing. There's, no, a, there's a there's a lot more planning that goes into a lot of the shit that like we just glance over. It's not like a draft, bro. That means we've lost a lot of people. Yeah, but it but it's it's not like it like tomorrow. The president says I need ten thousand people, and then tomorrow ten thousand people show up. It's it's months of time. Yeah, that, you that get drafted, and they tell you by number when you show up. Yeah, yeah, and, and so then it, they train it, you, and they ship you off. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They train you, and training doesn't last five days. No, it doesn't. But I'm what, what I'm saying is, weed out people. It's not like I'm not gonna lie. As no, you're not weeded out. You meet the standard. <laughs> they don't let you go home. <laughs> like, it's not you like you can fail and you go home. No, your ass meets the standard. You fucking go. And and I can only say that off of what the when we implemented the draft before how they treated people. But re- regardless, because there was tons of people who didn't want to fucking be there, but didn't want to go to jail, right? So they obviously didn't try their hardest to meet the standard. But fuck what the hell they wanted to do, they went anyway. I mean, and I tell you because I talked to a lot of vets, but like people were smoking weed over there, they were drinking beers, they was having a good fucking time. Everybody knows because that. they knew that they was gonna die at any given moment because matter. they didn't have the training to be there. So if that if if that's the the mentality, then if we draft women into that 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 same equation, they'll be treated the same way. I don't think the government does anything until th- something if they don't change po- processes unless it fails. So because we haven't drafted anyone in a long time, once we draft and we start bringing all these people in and we send them wherever the fuck we're supposed to go, and a lot of them start to get fucking slaughtered, then we'll be like, oh, maybe we should make them meet some kind of standard. Let's reassess this, we blah, blah, blah. That one up. You know, and then, but we've already lost thousands of people at that point. I mean, we've, um, I, I feel like we've seen a microcosm of that with the past, like, well, with the way our federal government is functioning right now, I yep. think we're seeing that right now. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I honestly, right now, I have no faith you are. In, in our federal government to, to do the right thing Optimally, you need a drink. That's true. That's true. I, and I don't think that they really want to, but 
Um, that's true. I mean, but you got a lot of old people that fucking have old ways. But that's, I mean, it's interesting. So, I mean, hol- holistically, do you guys think that women should sign the draft? Yes or no? Sign the shit and then end up where you end up. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. If you want to be Galatarian, draft those drugs. Yes. Do you think, yeah, they should? But I say no. I think they should. But my question is so, if, and, and, and I think I was, they should with stipulations. I only think this because, you know, I always think about ways to get out of shit, right? So, if I was a woman and my, and my draft number came up and I get pregnant, because all, that's all it takes is I don't, you know, if I get pregnant, I can't deploy it. So, if, I draft, it takes now. if my draft number comes up on a Monday and so I go and find somebody off the street and get pregnant on Tuesday, when I show up, I'm pregnant, should the military, if your number came up prior to you getting pregnant... Should they still take you in? Shit, that no. is clutch. She has somebody no. on speed dial ready to give her semen. She don't need nobody on speed dial. All she gotta do is walk out in the street. So you said every nigga ain't shit because they will fuck anything walking down the street. That yes. is true. Yes. Yes. If you don't and believe me, walk outside right now. <laughs> it don't count. But we ass naked. We have money, right? It don't count. It's not and ask it. somebody it's to have sex with you. You can do that anyway. Yeah, a woman would hella do that. I mean, I'm not a woman. A man would hella do that. I mean, and there's some kind of like extreme situations where they may not, but like even then, I think that it's possible. Because I know a lot but, of gay guys that are gay for BAH, so I don't know. Out of control. Actually, that's true. I know some people that do that. Um, but, yes. They're completely married, but they live together, and they have like proof that they are in so I think that's a, together I mean, who so that they keep the BH in no, the no, 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 not, not yes. everyone's done that same. <laughs> I don't know that. So, uh, woo! So I think today, we talked yeah, about quite a bit. Quite a bit! Oh my gosh! And, you know what, I promised you guys I, we were going to debate. I mean, we didn't, you know, we weren't going to agree on everything. Um, but my man, damn, Josh is really upset about these uh, play, play, gay. <laughs> um, so, um, I think next episode. Uh, Damn, that's thirty minutes already. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, man. That's thirty minutes. But next episode, we will we'll probably tackle a lot of these issues one on one because I think yeah. there's a lot of stuff in there. Guys, I want to um, apologize. We jumped around to fifty different topics yeah, today. It wasn't very focused. But it was only because we're talking about that the the concept of the episode is what's on, on your heart. Mind, yeah. So this was stuff that's on our heart. Kind of what we've been thinking about, what's in our heads right now. So that's that's why. But um, before I let you guys go, so and we had a lot of guests today. We did. We Turn did. up. Um, I want you guys to vote on who you thought was the best guest so we can bring them back. Because um, I think we need a fill-in for Shay Shay while he's gone. We will need a fill-in for Shay Shay. Because of the at the end. Didn't why, say nothing. Watch everybody like Randolph. I mean, still, Mo, still Mo Randolph. Also, y'all still need to fucking at Shay Shay because he didn't post the... the, the he, he was supposed to post the, the pictures? The note. The note oh, the from his girlfriend? Yeah, yeah the, the, the middle school note that you yeah. write to each other. Yeah, y'all yeah, need to yeah, add y'all him. Y'all need to so add my man can, uh, Shay Shay so I know it's real. Um, <laughs> hey, and we'll, we'll, we'll holla. Alright, see you guys next time on the square table. Uh-huh. They ain't getting money, so they bored. I can never lose. What you thought? And they got it all locked, man. Of course. They say I got the juice, I got the sauce. These haters on my body, shake them more.